0: Oh
1: hi
0: (laughs) what is wrong with me i don't know i swear it's like every single time we're about to do like the opener i'm like just say hello in a normal voice and then as soon as you're like go it's like word vomit weird things come out Mm -hmm. hello (laughs) y'all welcome to what in the actual fuck i'm kai i'm Britt. just put the music in (laughs) tea brett how's your week been long mm-hmm. i feel very that very long like heavily yeah it really has been like a drag of a week yep i'm not quite sure what today is sunday it is sunday all right i have my case all the research is done it's chilling right here and honestly i don't feel like discussing it i don't want to discuss this case why uh, it's just like you said it's been a long week and obviously, we talk about really dark, difficult things that people even struggle to have conversations about. And Britt and I have already mentioned to you guys that on occasion, we want kind of like a quickie, lighthearted episode to reset our minds. You know, let's just take a step back
1: uh-huh. and let's
0: just, you know, not talk about the dark every single week. For those of you that know, though, Britt is completely unaware of what this episode's going to be. I am unaware. <laughs>
1: It was about, like, dying
0: in weird ways. I can't, no. I can't. This is going to be fantastic because Britt, like I said, has no idea what we are about to discuss. What should we call these that are lighthearted? I think we should call them our heart-to-hearts. That sounds like it's going to
1: be sad. No, like a heart-to-heart. Open communication. It doesn't sound funny. (laughs) (laughs) It's gonna be. All right, I'm gonna think about this, what we will call these.
0: Listeners, you guys already know, I have sneakily been putting out like questionnaires, obviously on my social media and blocking Brittany from it for questions that you would love to ask, obviously my co-host Brittany. That is our first heart to heart today. These are simple (laughs) questions from our listeners (sighs) that want to know a little more about
1: you. Oh boy.
0: Quick disclaimer for those of you, if you didn't get to see, I was doing these, um questions on my personal page uh which i don't know if i've ever like linked it to our what in the actual fuck podcast i don't think so well regardless of oh my did not silence my phone excuse me we're obviously gonna do this every now and again heart to heart oh, they're gonna be <laughs> Brittany's playing footsie with me under the table My <laughs> <laughs> bad if your question does not obviously come up today, I just picked a handful because we're going to keep it quick. It's going to be fun. We're going to reset our minds so that we can talk about the dark shit next week. Full disclaimer again. I didn't ask if you guys wanted me to actually use your names or your what are they called? handles. I don't understand why it's called a handle. Just for this one because it's our first heart to heart and we have to feel these things out, I'm not going to use names, but I think next time you can either tell us, yeah, you may use my name or if you want to remain anonymous, that's too. Alrighty. Are you ready?
1: I'm slightly
0: ready. <laughs> I don't know how much I'm
1: willing to share. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's not, yeah, with Brit... Um, we're not going to go into like obviously deep, detailed aspects of our lives, especially with her. But I have a
1: problem over sharing. Right. So and that's it.
0: I did go through and I like handpicked the questions that I thought yeah. we could have, you know, conversations about. And honestly, because you guys really don't know too much about
1: us, what better way than to start? Question number one: <laughs> Britt, where are you from? All over. Mm -hmm. Um, our dad was military and I was born in Michigan so was Kylie Mm -hmm. and then we moved to we go right to the Philippines no I wasn't in the Philippines no me oh yeah we moved to the Philippines and then back to Michigan to Ohio to Hawaii back to Ohio and then I joined the military and I was in Georgia Maryland South Korea and North Carolina Before settling out here in Colorado. So I have literally, this is the longest I've been anywhere. I've moved every three to four years.
0: Right. It's always such an interesting thing when people are like, so where are you from? And I'm like, all over. Yeah. I am from all
1: over the area. It's a really weird conversation (laughs) to have. Well, especially because I like continued after. Right. Like dad. Yep.
0: Very true. Yeah. Question number two. How old
1: are you? I am 36. Oh, you're so (laughs) old. I keep saying I'm already, I don't know why, halfway through a year, I start saying the older year. Like, so it'll be, I'm 36, but I start saying that I'm 37, like six months before.
0: I Yeah, no, see, I'm the opposite. I didn't realize I was apparently 28 two years in a row. I had no idea. Yeah. Man, when you hit 30. It just
1: doesn't even matter, honestly. Guys, it's just
0: downhill from here. It's fine. We'll all survive. Question number three. When did you know you wanted to host a podcast? Ooh.
1: Um, actually, a couple years ago, I was really big into, like, your personal journey and, like, motivational stuff like that, which one day I will do one like that. But the true crime probably started even before that listening to it. hmm And then I just kind of hated how um, they glamorize the killers and serial killers and it's the same things discussed over and over. Not saying that there aren't great podcasts out there because there are. Right. But a lot of them I don't know. I just thought they didn't do a lot of cases justice and I know you and I share their common interest in true crime so. Quite true. Yeah. When you moved here and moved in we got it going. (laughs) Right. Let's just do this shit. Yeah. (sighs) Again for those of you Brittany
0: had absolutely zero idea that this is what was going to happen. All of these answers are 100% authentic. Just we're, off the top of my head. I was going to say, we're putting her right on the spot. Mm-hmm. So hopefully we yeah. can just work our it's way our bad through. so far? But they, I mean, they're kind of cool in the sense of what I think people are interested in. Yeah. I like, yeah. Some of these are really, really, really cool. All right, next one. What do you like to do for fun?
1: Huh. Um, What is fun? If I ever have time... <laughs> yeah. I do really enjoy taking the kids to the park a lot. Right. Um as for like myself personally, I used to love working out, now it's become kind of a chore.
0: It's more than a chore. I feel like it is a prison sentence.
1: It's like there's just so much
0: to do. It's weird though because we used to be so like avid oh, about loved it. working out. I loved it. Now I'm
1: like Tomorrow. I still work out every day, but it's it's takes a challenge to get outside.
0: You're much more disciplined than I am, but also I think my body is just slowly falling apart. I, I use it as an excuse. It's
1: not an excuse. I just don't want to. Yeah, but other than that, I love true crime, <laughs> like, a lot. It's kind of an obsession. Like, Kylie and I literally listen to true crime podcasts all day. Tw- like, 24-7 yeah. in my book at this point. Yeah, and yeah. And then I also, yeah, what I if I sit to. down to watch something, it's usually true crime uh yeah you could just call it like a mild obsession just slightly i don't um, know other stuff i do for fun <laughs> i just don't have time mean, anymore i don't know i don't have to, because i don't do anything fun hang out with my kids that's fun oh. most of the time they're being nice Sometimes the hair not nice, and it's a
0: little scary.
1: Yeah, Kylie had to leave the house the
0: other day. Man, I don't think I've ever wanted to throat punch a five-year-old ever in my life until that day. But he was just testing those limits, and I was like, you're barking up the wrong tree, man.
1: It occurs. It it happens. Parenting is challenging. Right?
0: Yeah, I really reevaluated my life. Next question. I'm a huge fan of your guys' podcast. You said you're married. What do you believe makes a successful marriage? Oh, right.
1: What, I what know. a great question. They're so
0: right. So some of these are yeah. just so cool.
1: Um, I would say communication and a willingness to put yourself in your partner's perspective. Right. Um, I think a lot of times it's really hard to learn how to communicate with someone because mm-hmm. it is so different. And especially men and women. Obviously, have very different ways of communicating. Right. So learning how to pick that up and yeah, it's 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 a challenge. Marriage (laughs) is really hard. I adore my partner, but there are days when man, woo. We have our struggles, but yeah, trust and being able to give your partner a little bit of grace. Right. Mm-hmm. I think like a lot too, probably would be compromise. And I
0: only say that because while yes, I have had relationships, <laughs> I am not married or am I in a relationship,
1: but wouldn't you think like compromise? So coming from somebody, I'm super rigid, right? like very rigid in schedule and what I do. Um. So compromise to me in that way is it's giving your partner grace. Mm-hmm. Like he brought up the greatest point. The other day he got mad because I got mad that he wasn't helping clean the house. So he got mad that you got mad. Because he was like, because if I try and help you, mm. it's not good enough. Right. It's not up to your standards. So why would I even attempt? That's why I ask you, what do you want me to do? And then I get mad because I don't want you to ask right. me. Right. you to do it.
0: <laughs> and then will like go and do it and you just redo it. Yeah. It's just not your way.
1: So him saying that really, I mean, that can apply to so much of a marriage. I had to sit back and be like, yeah, that would really suck if every time I tried to help him, yeah, he was like, I don't like it like that. It's a lot of self-reflection, I assume. Yep. So yeah, trust, communication. Communication is probably my biggest because you have to learn how they communicate to get through. So otherwise you're both going to be defensive and weird.
0: Right. Yeah. Being defensive gets you nowhere. And that comes from someone that used to be probably the most defensive individual in the entire world. And also,
1: (laughs) here's a big one. All right. Never begin a sentence with at least. So if someone's telling you something, Something like, you know, I had a really hard day today. It really, it was a struggle and I get to spend a lot more time with my kids. So this is an example. If he replies with, at least you got to hang out with them. Ah, yes. That's really taking away from validating my experience. I was going to say, here, is it invalidating? Is it is word? invalidating, yes. Someone else's feelings. So, don't do that yeah, don't to be... people. Just mm-hmm. try and hear them out. Right.
0: Also, you listeners are so fucking cool. I absolutely love it. Because a lot of them that are asking, like, they're, they're watching advice a little bit. I picked out some of those, which I thought was very interesting. They all put in like these sweet little comments. For example, the next question, love the content. (laughs) I know
1: you guys are fucking badass.
0: Love the content. What fascinates you the most about true crime? And when did you get into it? You Um, you already kind of touched on it, but
1: yeah, it's been a few years, but I'm really big into psychology and how people's brains work. Right. Um, so a lot of these true crimes, especially serial killers, I get really interested in what, caused this behavior right? or what caused their brain to work that way. I would love to sit down with somebody, you know, who is a serial killer and just be able to ask questions. And I think it's really interesting to see nature versus nurture, all that kind of stuff. So really, I just, I really find it interesting to pick apart somebody that's done something like that. But also I think it's so important to shed light on the victims and who they were. So yeah, that's, I'm really interested in the psychology of it all. I think that's like a major point for like a lot of us get
0: like really in depth about true crime is just understanding the thought process behind it
1: which a lot of times you can't
0: right no but yeah it's honestly it's obviously everyone has their own opinions and how they view certain things sure but you serial killers are fucking dumb (laughs) continuing what is a murder or a case that has stuck with you since
1: the beginning? Ooh. Right? Mm. I think the first one that came to my mind was the Oklahoma girls.
0: Oh, man. Yeah. I, I, I,
1: that's just uh, next uh, level. The little girls at the camp. Yeah. Mm. Like, yeah. that's just depraved. It's it's And the way that sickening. the case was handled. And yep. Yeah, that one really sticks with me a lot. Kelsey Barrett honestly does because I hadn't heard much about it. Right. Until I researched it. And I mean, want to talk about trying to understand why somebody would do that. Mm-hmm. I, I, I just never understand people who would choose to kill their spouse over just divorcing them. I don't because you don't want to share your child. Well it's I,
0: like it's that or they're like, oh well financially like I just didn't have the money. Uh, okay, I, I, but you yeah. can't go killing people.
1: Like to me, most people like I can sort through thought processes with mm-hmm. that guy. I cannot for the life of me figure out yeah. why the hell you thought that was the best solution. Right. Nor how the nurse. Oh man, yeah. Got involved with that. Right. That's
0: beyond me. And it was she was so interesting. She never tried to justify it. She, no. She was just like oh, I, I did it. I just did it because I went me. and cleaned it up. Right. All I can remember from that case was crop dusting. Yep. Still no. to this day. And how many people think that was the funniest thing? <laughs>
1: When I just did not know. Because I said it. You looked at me like. That was a title. What did you. Like he's going around farting.
0: I knew obviously <laughs> he wasn't like truly crop dusting bitches. But to me like. Oh. I would have to like come up with my own title. I'm not telling people I'm a crop duster. <laughs> <laughs>
1: like, Most people know what it is. Okay,
0: apparently I'm the only person in the world that didn't know that was a true fucking job. Sue me. I
1: knew as soon as I said it, your face was like, excuse me? I know,
0: it's like my eyes like dilate, and I'm like, what did she just say? And I'm like, it can't be right. Get it out of your head, it's something else. Yeah.
1: Well, that was probably one of my favorite things. Uh, that's
0: been said. Next question. You two are amazing. Keep up the work, Britt. Thank I'm you. asking for advice. How do you cope with stressful situations? It seems lately I've had a hard few weeks, and I feel as though I'm not handling my emotions well. Any advice? Mm. Again, these are just so cool to me.
1: Yeah, that people
0: want to know these things.
1: Um. I think that's hard to give advice on that because Mm -hmm. for every person, coping mechanisms are different. Very true. Um, But I think a lot of people, like if it's an anxiety thing, then you need to try and bring yourself back to the present moment because anxiety is all about stressing out about the future and focusing on things that are out of your control. Right. Um, If it's not and it's just legitimately like a stressful situation, uh, I think just removing yourself from that and taking the time for some Mm self-care is always helpful and self-care can look however you want it to look. It can be reading a book. Um, workout is my go-to for self-care. Even though it sucks, it does make you feel good. Right. Um, you just got to get to the
0: end and you're like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> and the whole time during it, I'm like, oh my God, I'm only five minutes in.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I think it's finding healthy coping mechanisms and mm-hmm. ways to wind down.
0: True. Next question. What do you believe is your strongest
1: asset? Mm. I think one of the things I love most about myself is my ability to be extremely empathetic. Um, Yeah, she is. Which sometimes it can be a bad thing, right? Being able to always constantly feel someone else's pain or be able to put yourself in it. Right. Um, But it's also uniquely suited to who I am as a person. Very true. And I sincerely love helping people, and, you know, being able to feel what they are does help me do that. Right. Because you don't want to feel that way. Hell no. And if I could sit there and feel it for you, then I'm definitely going to try and help you. Right.
0: Next question. I'm seriously obsessed with your podcast. I can't wait each week for all the new episodes. Hmm. Britt, what is something we don't know about you yet? Hmm. I don't think we've... A broad spectrum. Yeah, yeah, there's so
1: many things I could say. I
0: know because we don't. Again, we want to focus on... You know, talking about the cases and everything so we don't get too in-depth with talking about ourselves. Which is why I think these little heart-to-hearts are fun.
1: Yeah. Um, Well, I kind of mentioned it earlier. I was in the Army for seven years. Um, Probably the best thing I could have ever done for myself. Yep. Uh, I started out in satellite communications, which, here's something you don't know about me. I can't (laughs) even set up my own router. (laughs) So that didn't work out too well for me, and I changed jobs and went into psychological operations, which was much better. And then I got out after I met my partner and got pregnant. Bam. There you go. You didn't know that. No, we didn't. I did, but you
0: didn't. (laughs) Next question. Okay, huge fan. Y'all crack Mm -hmm. me up. Who was the creative genius behind what in the actual fuck?
1: Hmm like the title? I, I, well, I what in the actual fuck? I don't fuck know. I think I just threw out there, but then we were nervous that somebody else might already be using that. Mm-hmm. But then we went with it. As Maybe for the so. podcast, I don't know. We kind of talked about it for a while. Mm-hmm. I think it was both of us. Right. And then, yeah. Very true. Just a collaborative effort. You know, we just put them little brains
0: together and my one cell was firing on all <laughs> cylinders. <laughs> Did you start off the podcast alone or did you know that you wanted to co-host with Kai? Uh
1: this one we went into a hundred percent together. Yep. Yeah. yeah, I had no desire to do this alone. No. Yeah, it's like so much more fun together.
0: And apologies. A, eh? now that I'm thinking about it, if you hear the kids they're having a blast so you might hear little kitties laughing in the background. But also, my apologies for last week. The constant sniffling. I was telling Britt, I don't know if it's allergies that are coming out because I don't feel sick. Y'all, my nose is a faucet. Like, just constant snot dripping down. So I made sure to relieve that before we started this episode.
1: Yeah, it was rough last week. You couldn't,
0: yeah, couldn't get that out of there.
1: But yeah, no one else I'd rather do this podcast with. We think alike when it comes to this kind of stuff. So. Very true.
0: Next question. I tend to have a hard time moving on from things, like a bad day or something has really bothered me. How do you not let things affect you negatively and move forward in a healthy way? Wow. wow.
1: Uh, fantastic, y'all. Um, So again, that goes to coping behaviors for me, but it's also, it sounds like repetitive thinking, with hmm. negative thought patterns. Right. So sometimes you have to be able to identify when you're thinking negatively. And if you have like that constant pattern in your head, you have to be able to adapt it mm-hmm. so that it's not a negative thought. Mm-hmm. Um, an example would be, I really hate that I have to go to work tonight. I don't want to go. <laughs> so a way to flip that and change a negative thought pattern would be, I'm grateful that I have the opportunity to go make the money that I need to pay my bills. Right. And I know it sounds kind of cheesy, but if you constantly do that, you're Thought patterns will become more positive over time. Very true. Or ego is... and it's hard. It takes hard work. You have to oh. identify them and change them. But a lot of people instead dwell on it dwell. and then they ruminate in right. it, and then it just becomes you can't get it's yourself like a out of that. Snowball effect. Day. Yep. So you have to, yeah, identify and adapt. She's so smart about it. Meanwhile, I'm over here like my life motto is: "It is what it is. <laughs> we
0: we'll just keep on going." <laughs> Next question. Love your shit, ladies. Did you and Kai decide the roles you're going to play as co-hosts? You guys balance each other out so well with your personalities. Is that real or something you felt would just work better for the
1: podcast? That is legit (laughs) all the way. We are kind of opposites in a lot of ways. Right.
0: It's so weird, though, because we are so opposite Uh. that it's so in sync. It just works really well together. Yeah. I'm so blunt and forward and intense. Meanwhile, you're very, you know, laid back you're
1: relaxed and you're thoughtful
0: it it does balance well you're right
1: you said yours like it was negative though but i like your your combo
0: i do but at the same time it takes a lot of effort because i do have to think of how some people get very offended mm-hmm. by being so forward. So I do try very hard to identify people might not be as intense as me. So I try and work around it.
1: She does great. It doesn't but always no, go it is, <laughs> great. It is not a role. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, these are not roles. No, these are our actual personalities. These,
0: this is us. There is it is awesome. Next question. Oh, this one made me laugh. Oh, boy. You two are probably my favorite host for a podcast. I absolutely love your work. Mm-hmm. I'm curious to know, have you always been so outspoken and forward about your feelings? Do you ever worry what people will think of you? This is more for Brit, because obviously we know that Kai <laughs> doesn't care, and they put, ha no judgment, love you, Kai. <laughs> I feel like that's a
1: personal attack. <laughs> um... So I think i struggled with that when I was younger, mm-hmm. definitely. I would say up until probably my late 20s, early 30s, it was that I cared so much about what other people thought of me. Right. Um, and I still do to a certain extent, but right. it doesn't affect my behavior like yep. it used to. And I'm really good at setting boundaries and voicing my feelings. And that took a lot of work because mm-hmm. it's not in my personality to do so. Mm-hmm. I am very much so a people pleaser. And like the thought of my mom listening, to this and me saying the F word it's, it's terrifying fuck sorry mom <laughs> but that's just how we're different it is and yeah. I love that about <clears throat> Kylie is that she does not care and that you know think what you want of her she is who she is right and to an extent I would love to be more that way but I still value that I care so much about I think other people's feelings right and judgment and right. it does matter to me that people see me as a good person right and that's why I always tell people is like brave. It is the best version of what I should be.
0: Oh, shut up. It's very true. I always say, you're the light to my dark. I mean, <laughs> obviously,
1: it's always been that way. Kylie is a good person. I'm a great person. You are.
0: But you cross me in the wrong type of way. I don't think so.
1: Just yeah, kidding. I'll okay. just find a way to respectfully <laughs> tell you <laughs> after ruminating on it for a week. Right. <laughs> uh,
0: next question. You ladies are awesome, Been an avid listener... <clears throat>
1: Excuse
0: me. Wow, Dang. that was like... Something was coming up. It's sitting in my throat. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's a sniffle. Oh, Here it goes. I just got so hot. <laughs> uh, you ladies are awesome. Been an avid listener since episode one. Brit, I'm pretty sure you mentioned you work along with being a mother and a wife. You're now juggling a podcast on top of that. How do you manage to balance out so many things? As a wife and a mother myself, I feel as though I struggle to manage multiple jobs daily. Do you have advice?
1: Um, So I think in some ways it is easier for me just because of my personality. Mm-hmm. I am so rigid. Um, but I'm big on like a planner. Right. Right. <laughs> And I know it sounds silly, but writing down those things that I have to get done, even if it's like... I literally write in my planner bath night for the kids. Oh, so like,
0: guys, you should see Brittany and I. I have like 15 <laughs> planners. Brittany has one. And then each month I'll like write my shit on hers. And then I write her shit on mine. Yeah. We like a schedule.
1: Um, but I think it's also being self-aware. Mm-hmm. And if you're doing things that you are passionate about, it makes it a little easier to. Um, I'm really passionate in my career. Um, and obviously I adore being a mom and a wife. So those are things that I'm able to balance because I want to do them all. Mm-hmm. I think it would be much more difficult if I didn't have a job that I like, Right. Or that if I had a very disruptive marriage. Mm-hmm. Um, so I really try and prioritize the things that are important to me. So yep. it's my family, my kids, and my last thing would be my career. So right. that would be the first to go. Yep. Um, and the podcast on top of that, it is something fun we enjoy doing. Mm-hmm. So... I mean, don't get me wrong, it gets difficult to do homework and study mm-hmm. and research this stuff and go to work and make all the meals and yeah. That's but a, a huge blessing is having my sister here. So oh, she it. helps a ton. So if you can get you one of them, <laughs> you're golden. Just, you just can grab, do it all. Just
0: grab your little sister. <laughs>
1: make her move Put into her your basement.
0: work. Yeah, little basement gremlins. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's my dog. Again, <laughs> this one has me
1: laughing. Oh uh,
0: no, Britt, yeah. I think I connect with you a little bit more. No offense, Kai, I'm just not as blunt as you. <laughs> no hate. Ha ha. Stop.
1: <laughs> She's coming for
0: you. Stop fucking attacking me. <laughs> <laughs> Keep doing your thing, girl. But Britt, how did you become so confident with yourself while still taking into consideration others? I seem to want to be confident with myself, but I also find myself giving in easily. Any advice on how I can actually be truly confident? Interesting.
1: Oh, that's a great question. And I kind of explained it earlier. Like it took me a long time to get to the level of confidence that I am. Right. I think I was always confident that I'm smart. You know, Mm -hmm. I work hard. Right. But being confident to put yourself out there and, you know, really think about other people, I think comes with self-awareness, self-reflection, identifying those things that you do need to work on or that you're less confident with and I think owning up to who you are um, you know being able to sit back and know things about myself really helps to be confident so I know that I'm a people pleaser and that I will prioritize everyone's needs over my own Yep. so sometimes sitting back and thinking about that and realizing no right now I need to focus on myself is yep. extremely important. It's so.
0: super true I think a lot of it too is almost like a balancing act like Yeah. you said it's like you know you're a people pleaser Yep. so instead of always constantly bending let's prioritize myself and then on occasion maybe I'll bend a little it's about yeah out. I still do mm-hmm. I
1: still definitely am a people pleaser and it bothers me if I hurt someone's feelings or right if I did something you know to one of my family members or even Kai that I know hurt their feelings it does bother me right extremely and it'll take me a long time to move over <laughs> it but I have the confidence now to know that I can handle it Correct. so yeah know yourself and be confident in those attributes that you do have and work on the ones that you want to improve I love it
0: what is an embarrassing moment that you still remember to this day?
1: I have so many. So many. Um, When I was 14. I know. And, I, I know.
0: I think where this is going.
1: And listen, I was very socially slow. So I was already like a really quiet, like just, it was, I had a hard time. Britt was
0: probably the sweetest. <laughs> child I've ever seen in my life. She, If you looked at her and you looked angry, she would
1: get upset. Yeah, I would cry. And my sisters knew that.
0: Yeah. Meanwhile,
1: I was wreaking havoc on everything. (laughs) You were running around being a horse. Um, I was 14 and I was on an 18 and under soccer league. And so these girls were big and man, I was running down the field and I ran into this chick and she was like a brick wall. And I fell backwards and I put my hands down and I broke both my wrists at the same time, which that's not embarrassing, you know, whatever. It happened. Yep. Bones (laughs) bones breaking happens. I woke up in the hospital with two bright pink casts up to my armpits on both sides. (laughs) And we lived in Hawaii. So it was just like a hundred times worse because I insisted on wearing sweatshirts to school every day. (laughs) But people had to escort me into the bathroom, so, like, I just stopped eating or drinking. You guys, I need (laughs) you to
0: understand, even, like, I don't have a ton of, like, memories as a young, young child, but I... The way I described Brit when she had both of those casts from her wrists up to her shoulders and her arms were just stuck outward like this. Yeah, like, you
1: can't like you move them or bend them. Oh, <laughs> man. It
0: almost, if you can think of like when a funny movie, you see someone in like a full body cast and yeah, it's like, supposed oh, to yeah. be comedy. No, no. That,
1: that, was, that was Brit. And there was just so many moments that came along with it. These teachers felt so sorry for me or my mom- so, listen, people, when your arms don't bend right, somebody's got to help you in the bathroom. Somebody's and my mom to wipe that booty. She said, okay, I'll be right back. Mm. And she left. And so I sat there for like an hour and a half. Because, mom forgot her on the toilet. Yeah. And she had a friend over and I could hear
0: her. <laughs> and Britt being Brit, she's not going to interrupt mom.
1: No, I sat there for an hour and a half and then mom like rushes in. And she's like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> The
0: the moment Britt and I got so close and I just knew (laughs) that we had this bond that would never break. During this time, I used to shave her legs.
1: Yes, she did. I didn't have hairy legs in Hawaii.
0: I got right in there. I think I was more excited because obviously I wasn't shaving my own legs when I was that young. And I was just like, yeah, I remember you sitting in the bathtub. (laughs) Kylie loved it. And you used to get on me like, stop lathering the shaving cream (laughs) on your hands because I'd play with it.
1: Yeah. It was a good time. Yeah. My mom didn't want to leave me home alone, so she'd make me go sit in a bikini on the beach. (laughs) Again, (laughs) two casts,
0: two (laughs) casts, wrist, two shoulders, bitches.
1: And she made me take my two youngest sisters trick-or-treating and dressed me as a nerd because that went well with the cast. I'm not going to lie. I
0: wish he would have dressed (laughs) you as a
1: scarecrow. (laughs) I feel like
0: that would have made so much more sense. Yeah yeah there you go good times people second to last question do you and Kai spend all of your time together if so how do you not end up wanting to strangle each other
1: uh we spend a good amount of time together but Mm -hmm. we work opposite schedules um so when I'm at work she's here with the kids and then when she's at work at night I'm sleeping Mm mm-hmm with the kids. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then, yeah, we get, what, two days a week that... I'm, like, actually here. You're here and, during the day, but yeah. I work for a
0: little bit. Right, but
1: then I'm, like, actually here at night, which yeah. is just so nice. But I, we spend most of our free time together, i yeah.
0: yeah. But Britt and I are also pretty avid in the sense of we enjoy having alone time to kind of decompress. So much. So she never gets, like, offended if I'm just chilling down in my room. Or if I'm angry, I'm like, I'll be back
1: later. And then I yeah. take my... My time. We're very clear about our feelings if Mm -hmm. we're mad at each other or we have an issue. Mm -hmm. We either say we need some time or
0: we discuss the situation. Brittany says it nicely. Meanwhile, I'm like, don't fucking look at me. (laughs) (laughs) She does
1: not. I don't. Sometimes. In my head. (laughs) She's nice with my feelings because she knows I get hurt easily. It's quite true.
0: Last question. Britt, how do you decompress after a long day? Having two kids myself, I know by the end of the day I'm mentally and physically exhausted. Do you have a self-care routine?
1: Mm, I wouldn't say anything like set in stone. I like to have alone time big time. So it usually just involves sitting on the couch, but then it turns into doing homework. And (laughs) uh, yeah, I'm not the best self-care person. But I think I've gotten better. Once I'm done with school, I think it'll be a lot easier. Right. Yeah. I'm finishing up school. After that, I think it'll be easier to have a routine. But it is chaotic with kids. That it is. Um... You really have to prioritize yourself. Kylie helps me a lot sometimes. She yeah. kind of puts up like a barrier. <laughs> She's <laughs> like, the kids will come to me, not you. Oh, yeah. Um, and my partner is really good about that, too. Yep. So, yeah, I think it's having people in your life that also prioritize your needs and notice when you need a moment.
0: And I think a lot of times, too, people have to realize there's nothing wrong with asking for help. No. There and literally I is yeah. nothing wrong with that. Yeah, I think some people get a little hard-headed in the sense that they're just, okay, I'm talking about myself. I'll power through this. I can do it, whatever. But at the end of the day, if I need help, I need time, I need someone to talk to or anything like that, it is okay, you
1: guys, to just ask for some help. Well, you have to, right? Because people can't read minds. And it
0: can be anyone. You can ask your mom, your friend, your dog, and with kids.
1: Man, there's nothing more difficult than I've ever had to do in my life than be a mom, and <sighs> it's equally as rewarding and amazing. But when you're feeling overwhelmed like that, it's definitely okay to ask for help. Right. And it's okay to prioritize yourself. Yeah. I think I told I told my partner <laughs> uh, during last Mother's Day, <laughs> which I forget what. He had done for it, but right. I was like, next Mother's Day, like, I think I just want you to get me a hotel room with a mean, yeah, of like, wine. I'd and, like, like to be alone. Um, Like, I'll celebrate in the morning or something with them, but... And then I'm <laughs> leaving. Then I need a minute. That's what I want. Because I spend the vast majority of time with our children. Right. So, asking for that is okay. You shouldn't feel guilty, especially as a mom. I know society tells you that you have to be everything to everyone, but yep. you can't... Nope. Especially if you don't take care of yourself. So take care of yourself, prioritize prioritize your needs, and yeah, find a routine. I guess I do have one. I work out every day at the same time. And I
0: think there's nothing wrong with like hopping back and forth.
1: Yeah. So like you said, for Mother's Day one
0: time, you asked for just like being alone. Then I realized it was your birthday this year. I was like, it's been a stressful time. So my (laughs) gift to her was we did, what are they called? A smash bus? Yeah, that was so much fun. What are the rooms called? The banger?
1: room smash room smash room where you go and break shit yeah like plates it was so cool oh yeah we needed yeah. to
0: burn off some some up stress. i also stress. got me a
1: massage oh yeah yeah so it is it's you gotta taking figure, the time for yourself yeah. and it's figure okay out to works. lean on other people so i ask Kylie all the time I'm like can you just i need an hour and i'm please. like i got i got this kids with me you're like mom <laughs> That is it. Thanks for the questions and the feedback, and we love you all.
0: You guys killed it with the questions. Again, this is going to be a little outside of our norm, but I think every now and again... This is self-care for Britt and I. Yeah, you know, it was we, nice. We I have, liked your
1: questions. Right. <laughs> we have so much going
0: on. And on occasion, sometimes, you know, I don't want to research the dark shit. Or, even if the research is done, I woke up I today at some point and I was like, I don't want to fucking talk about it. I just, I'm, and I don't want to be in a bad mood. This is going to upset me. Fair. I, was I like, liked it. Mm, let's go with a little heart-to-heart questionnaire. You guys killed it. We kept it a quickie, and tune in next week. We shall resume normal. Yeah. Until next time. Bye. Bye.